There what up, is. ladies and gents? It is Monday. Monday. We are ready to rock and roll today. Had we a whole sure thing scheduled, but of course, things don't always pan out. So we're just going to get started with the show. You guys ready for a good one? We. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business and social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business Bros. <laughs> yeah, that was a new that was our new round of applause, ladies and gents. That was yeah. our new round of applause. We gotta like it. it. We have some it. fun. Always with the new clips. Ladies and gents, just a quick reminder. Make sure you guys give us a follow at Business Bros Pod on all of our social medias. And hook it up with a subscription, a review, a rate. Give us a five-star on iTunes or uh, Spotify, wherever it is that you listen to. And if you're interested in being a guest on the show, uh, today we literally, literally, literally uh, didn't have a no-show. So I, I couldn't give out the uh, email to be on the show. Literally. We were just waiting, waiting, waiting. Didn't happen. So two last minute, two, two, two last minute. But if you're interested in being a guest, sometimes things open up. We know ahead of time we'll send out an email. You can be a guest on the show. Jump the line. It is an eight week wait to be on the show. So if you don't want to wait that long, go to businessbros.biz/slash last minute. Get on that last minute guest list so that we can send you an email and you can book and get on the show ASAP. Yeah. All right, so today we're going to be talking about 10 strategies for business success. Article comes from uh, inbusinessphoenix.com or inbusinessphx.com, but it's, uh, it's, uh, in the, oh, in, it's in the greater Phoenix area. So uh, we're going to be talking our, our take on these 10 tips that, uh, that they're talking about here. But before we do that, before uh, him, yes, defense does not win games. Defense does not win games. We uh, had a nice little discussion about that yesterday. Defense doesn't win championships. That's what it was. Sorry, yeah, you're right. Defense doesn't win championships. Defense does not win championships. Ladies and gentlemen, to win the game, you got to play both offense and defense. You need a whole entire team. You can't do it all on your own. So if you are stuck playing defense in your business and all you're doing is trying to stop the ball from getting past you and you know making sure that you got all your I's dotted and T's crossed and making sure that everything's where it's supposed to be you don't have time to go out there and score some points you Dude, need a team it's you know the the analogy i gave this morning or uh in my instagram story after my run was like picture you know the for well first of all congratulations to the dodgers and uh and Woo-hoo. tampa bay uh both of them Man. are going to the world series here so uh Here's good luck to both the teams however you know no come on be honest go you go dodgers go dodgers go dodgers Anyways, go dodgers so uh so who even likes picture. Florida? Who just kidding. Just Florida? kidding. Just kidding. I love, I love Floridians. <laughs> Floridians. <laughs> we're going to get all the hate on that one. You what, are you what, you, what are you fine, talking about? Just it's fine. It's fine. It's humid over there. It's swampy. Alligators eat kids. Damn. You know, <laughs> you just took the whole new level. Whole new level. Whole new level. No, no, no. I got friends from Florida. It's fine. I'm not. I'm yeah, not, I got friends. I'm that, not Florida. I'm not Florida. I'm not Florida. 
right, all right. So look, back to my uh, analogy here. Look, you get a pitcher, an awesome pitcher, steps on the mound, throws a perfect game. Oh. We're talking 27 straight strikeouts. You hit 27 straight strikeouts. Mm-hmm. That is a perfect game. However, you do not win. You might have held the other team to zero runs. But unless you have some offense behind you, you are not going to get the dub. And that's what we're talking about when we're talking about uh, defense doesn't win championships. You do need a great defense. You want to protect your goal. You want to protect yourself. In business, you want to be the same way. You want to make sure that what you have is protected. Your retention is up, that sort of stuff. But unless you're out there trying to build your business, and unless you're out there trying to grow your business or you have a strategy in place to help grow you're only going to be stuck at where you're at. You're not going to get to anywhere that you want to go. So there's a lot of you out there who are in that space who have been busting your butt for I don't know how many years trying to build your company or trying to build something but find yourself mm-hmm, stuck mm-hmm. in that solopreneur space. So we're going to be talking about that on our on our social media feeds. Check out James at Insurance Bro Show, me at Business Bros Pod, and just follow along. We're going to be talking about how you can get off the defensive side, start putting some people in place so you can start making some offensive moves and grow your business because that's what we want to do, right? You got into the business so that you can have more money and free time, not so that you can mm-hmm. sit back stuck in your office every single day working five to nine. Yes, I said five to nine, not nine to five. It's a little bit different, right? When you're right, you're, yep. So we don't want you to be stuck that way. We want you to build a true business that gives you more time, that gives you uh, pa- that you have passion behind, that you enjoy working on every day, you enjoy working with your customers. So we're going to help you get that. But it's, that's, it, it starts with that mindset first and foremost to get yourself out of that defensive point of view and into that offensive point of view because that is where the power lies. That's All right. right. We definitely want to help you out unless you're from Florida. <laughs> I'm sorry. I took it too far. <laughs> oh man we have just too much fun right oh yeah mate floridians <laughs> dude that's that's just how we roll dude that's just how we roll it's worse right, we- it's so much worse <laughs> so much worse we got so much so fun much. Right? all right let's let's oh, hop man. into this all right ten, all right ten- let's do it let's do it 10 strategies for business success number one planning 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 there what do we do a- this weekend Okay, so uh, for those of you who don't know, we're still Charger fans, broken-hearted Charger fans, broken-hearted, uh, but still, still watching football. We're we're uh, fantasy football nerds a little bit, so we have our fantasy football league. And so on Sundays, James and I sit around and we watch some football, and you know we quote unquote watch football because we watch football, but at the same time we're planning, right? We also mm-hmm. have we also have a specific agenda. Uh, this week we started with the first time that we're planning out what we're calling our uh, our soap opera sequence, right? In other words, we have a curated concept for the entire week of all the content that we're going to talk about, starting with uh, the the idea of building your confidence level, right? And so. Uh, the the reason why we started talking about it on today's episode where defense doesn't win championships, it wasn't by accident. It's by design. We literally are planning this stuff out so that we can kind of test out the market to see what you connect with. Yesterday was a big game for for the uh, for the National League. The Dodgers won. That was a big game. It was Sunday, so that those are a bunch of big games that happen every week mm-hmm. in, in football. Is a big game. 
So the concept of you dealing with sports is fresh on your mind. So that we decided to use that similar analogy to build on what we're working on. We're planning, planning, planning. So always. we've de- always planning. We've developed systems. Well, I can't say we. James has developed the systems where I throw out some random idea and James sits down and breaks it down and creates it and puts it in, into practice. But all of that is consistent planning, making sure that we have step one, step two, step three. Sometimes it's just general outlines when we first get started. It's just a mm-hmm. bunch of ideas that we throw out on paper but we literally take the time to say okay these are all these great ideas how do we narrow down which one do we want to focus our attention on which one are we okay now we focus our attention on that one what does it look like who are we talking to what are we going to be posting all those different things planning 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 if you plan ahead of time right this is what you're going to do this is what you prioritize chances are you're going to reach whatever goal or agenda you're trying to get to will you fall down and make mistakes along the way absolutely however those are just learning things right like we're going to create content this whole week based around one core concept that we want to be focusing our attention on some of our stories are going to flop sometimes our 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 the way we describe them ain't going to come out right sometimes they don't make the connection we wanted to make the connection on but you know what we're going to take that lesson and we're going to be like, okay, how do we make this story better? How do we make this approach different? How are we going to attract who, are, who the uh, ideal client that we're looking to attract? So, so plan, kind of plan, point, plan. To your point there, uh, plan, plan, plan. Absolutely, absolutely. But don't forget that planning is only part of it. You're never going to make any money if all you do is plan, 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 plan. You need to execute your plan. You need to be unafraid of making mistakes. Mistakes will happen. We're talking about, you know, little things like creating Instagram stories and trying to walk people through the soap opera uh, narrative that we've got going on. And you know what? It might work out. It might not. We might land flat on our faces. We might go viral. You know, we never really know. But we sit down, we make the plan first, and then we execute the plan. So plan, 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 plan. But don't forget that execution. Execution is key, man. Execution is key. Execution right. is uh, key. Number two. Number two. Oh, sorry, you did it. Funding a successful business. Ooh, so this is, is a tricky one because on the one side, do you need money to make money? You actually don't. You can go out Not and sell your way to generate your own revenue. So you you can build up the revenue that you need to make. However, once you start, once you have a an existing business, managing cash flow is important. Having Definitely. that uh, having that cash accessible, that liquid cash in case you want to, let's say you want to take a gamble, right? So, um, for example, we have different programs in our insurance agency, and one of them is uh, it's probably it's it's our top notch. So it's where we come in and we do everything for you. We hire an employee, we train the employee, we manage the employee, we do everything. We come in and manage your entire book of business and cut you a check because that's what you're after, right? You want to cut a check, but it takes a lot of capital for us to create that in. In the first place. So we have uh, cash that's liquid to make sure that if that opportunity presents itself, we have the funding available to do that. In your business, there are things that are going to come up. There are capital investments that you're going to need to make. Maybe you're in the flipping business. Maybe you're uh, you're in you're, you're selling a particular product that you have to create and manufacture. Having the proper funding in place for your particular business is vital to the success of your business. It's also vital to the growth of your business. Sometimes what happens is you have a great idea, a great product, a great service, a great strategy, 
and you lack the funds to implement any any type of scale, any type of system that you want to implement. Maybe something like a client management system. You want to make sure that you implement it. You may not have the time. You got to hire a professional to come in and you don't have that liquidity to do that. You're hindering your growth because you don't have that capital investment to put into your business to create and develop the systems in place so that you can grow, so that you can grow at scale. Uh, and and those are those are tough things to manage. Oftentimes, you may not be the person who likes to run your numbers, and I think that's actually something we're gonna get to here a little bit later. Uh, yeah, I think. Uh, well, let's talk really quick. Uh, let me jump in here. Uh, talk about uh, your goals, right? What type of business do you want to build? When it comes to the planning phase, we're also talking here about your business plan. What type of business are you trying to build? Now, if you want to be, let's say, a life insurance agent or even a PNC agent, right? Uh, but I'm going to go with life because, in my opinion, it's easier. You can go and sign up with uh, World Financial Group, right? Who we just interviewed earlier today. You can go and sign up with PHP. You can go sign up with a bunch of different uh, organizations and get the appointments that you need for life insurance pretty easily. It's not it's not difficult. Okay. Uh, but you're lacking the ability to scale and grow when we're talking about other types of businesses, like software development, for example, you definitely in those times need to go through rounds of funding rounds of funding is when you're going to, you know, those, uh, what do you call them? The VCs, the, um, venture capitalists, venture capitalists. Thank you. Uh, and, and going to them and, giving them equity in your company for cash to fund the personnel that you're going to need the uh you know all the tools that you're going to need all the equipment that you're going to need all these different things so what type of business are you building in that planning phase you need to have all those numbers set and know exactly what your funding is going to be we're not just doing this for money we're doing it for a shitload of money Sometimes right. that's what's going on with the venture capitalists, right? You're trying Again. to get a ton of money. Yeah. Anyways, millions uh, upon millions. Millions upon millions. Uh, all right. Moving on to the next one. We got branding, marketing, and image. Ten strategies for success. Now, here's the thing about these, these types of strategies and images and marketing. Uh, there's a difference to me between uh, making a sale and marketing, right? I think there's a huge difference. Marketing and branding tend to go hand in hand and these tend to be more long-term plays, right? Mm -hmm. Our, our brand, our logo is being recognized now, but it's almost three years in the making of consistently posting Nearly, yeah. every single day, right? That's, that's the, that's the strategy that goes into it. Now you may not have the funds to go out and just be like Nike and put ads all over the place and conquer every, every park bench, every bus, every car out there. You might not have, if the you did a ton of rounds that. of funding, maybe you do but maybe not, you do but usually you don't so it's going to take a little bit more time and effort and this is where a consistency strategy to use in your own business where you have your own created logo that's fine but more so your marketing pieces and your image who is it that people are doing business with who are you 
and who, what are you, what message are you speaking to, to your particular audience? The, the people that you're talking to, you need to make sure that you identify who your target market is. Literally, uh, when, when James and I sat down and started defining our ideal customer, it went down all the way down. You know, we have a male version. We have a female version. How old are they? What industry are they in? And we kind of got mm -hmm. stuck at that point because those are things that we can easily identify. You know, like we, we want to go after people in the accounting business. We want to go uh, people who have a bookkeeping company. We want to go after people who have uh, a mortgage industry. office. They're in the finance industry, right? That was easy. The hard part for us was everything else. So what we came to conclude was, you know what, those are the, the core competencies that we're looking for in an individual as far as their education and their industry is concerned. But what about the cool stuff? So yeah, you got to be in the financial industry, probably around 30 years old, married, maybe a couple kids. But what about the fun stuff? We're looking for the ones that are Marvel nerds like us that watch fantasy, that watch football and play fantasy football like us. So we start to mix in some of these things. And the reason why you do this is because it's it, that's where you start to develop your own brand, your own image, your messaging on who you are. And guess what? People who are like you are going to be attracted to that brand to, and to that image. They're going to want to hang out with you because guess what when they hang out with you they talk about football when they hang out with you you talk about marvel stuff you have little movie quotes that you drop here and there and they actually understand them and get them they i'm your huckleberry they start to connect with you not only because of the industry you're in but because of everything else that goes into it so branding marketing and image is more than just the logo the logo is important yes but more than that is the message that you're that you're communicating with your clients. And if you're worried about, you know, oh, well, how do I market them? Do I have to add buy Facebook ads and all that stuff? No, you have an email list. You have an existing database of people. How often are you talking to them? Are you, did you sell them one time and you've never spoken to them again? Then mm. what's one of the mistakes that you're making And branding and marketing can help you stay in front of those clients on a regular basis. Keep talking to them about the different products and services you're offering. You don't just sell one product. Chances are you have a number of different products. There's a value ladder of information and products and services that you have within your business problem is you sold person one something one time and you've never spoken to them again about anything else so they forget about you they can't refer you because they're not thinking about you where if you have a good branding and marketing and image strategy now they're seeing you on a regular basis now they know who to come to when they have questions and they know who to refer business to it's up to you to develop that branding and marketing strategy 100 all right and uh moving on to number four Number four, sales to drive revenue. Now we talk about this uh, quite a bit in our insurance agency. Actually, I'm gonna really quick. Let me let me let me jump in here real quick. This is the offense. You are playing defense as a business owner so many times because you're making sure that all the pieces are in the right place. You're making sure that uh, you've got butts in the right seats for all the different things. But this is your offense. This is your ability to score points right here. Sales to drive revenue. You got to have your salespeople in line that are going to do that job. You have your admin people. You need your admin people. Everybody needs to get paid. You're, you know, you got to have people in payroll. You got to have people in HR. You got to have people in legal and IT and all this other stuff. But the most important thing, sales. Sales yes. is going to keep you going, dude. Sales is the, it's the lifeblood of your business. I mean, you think about you as an individual, you can sit on the couch and watch Netflix all day, but eventually 
you're going to get hungry. You're going to get thirsty. That's the fuel that keeps you going. Same thing happens in your business. You can play defense. You can sit in your chair. You can, you can work on your, on your logo. You can work on your branding. You can work on all kinds of stuff in your business. Wait for people to walk in the door. Hope that they walk through the door with your fingers crossed. But unless you're out there actively creating lead generating lead follow-up present negotiator close if you're not doing one of those five things on a daily basis if you're not playing offense then you're going to be stuck and you're going to be hoping and hope is not a great business strategy you have to have some sort of action that you're taking on a regular basis pick up the phone talk to people dm people send video dms whatever it is that you're doing but the sales needs to be the thing that you're focusing your attention on that has to be your offense and oftentimes let's face it you're you're in your 30s you got your family you got your kids you got your you know, practice that happens after this you got all kinds of stuff that you <laughs> you know put off picking up the phone and talking to those particular clients or whatever it is and then you, you look back and you're like damn i didn't make a sale this month damn i didn't make a sale this this quarter damn i didn't make it starts to weigh down on you the success and, and the difference between people who are successful in business and people who are not are the ones who are sales driven the ones who are adding to that revenue base and sometimes revenue doesn't necessarily come uh doesn't it doesn't uh increasing the revenue doesn't necessarily come from acquiring new customers it could come from what you're doing with the customers that you already have, the retention level that you already have, the cross-sale opportunities that you already have, the different things with the database that you already have. And if you're not working that database, then you're missing the sales opportunities with the with the people who have already purchased from you as well as the people who have not purchased from you. Speaking of which, since we have that uh, and we're talking about it, let's do a quick cross-sale. Right, every, like day, every day, every day, every day, 2.30, insurance, insurance bro show. You want to learn to add insurance into your business, you guys got to check that out. There's so many people that are making money on the insurance side. Look, the cool thing about insurance is once you retain, once you get that customer, if you're good at retaining, which is what we help you teach, uh, what we teach you on, on, on our side, on our business side, we're going to help you keep that customer. It pays you every year over year over year. And now you're building a business that pays you on a consistent level. That's the beauty of insurance. So make sure you guys check it out. Theinsurancebroshow.com. All right. Yeah. Number five, managing people, processes, and benefits. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, this, this is, I mean, this is basically me, right? Yeah. Um, first of all, man, managing people is not for everybody. <laughs> I'll, I'll say that first. Uh, I, I love my team. Um, and, and I'm, I'm grateful that I have a really awesome team. Uh, they are amazing at everything that they do. And, you know, I cannot help but to tell them as often as possible uh, how much I appreciate them. And I think that that's really the key when it comes to managing people is finding out what people's strengths are and honing down on those things. We've been through a number of iterations of what the different uh, team members' responsibilities are. It's not necessarily about, you know, pick a seat and that's where the person goes it's you know what uh find the right seat for the right person because not everybody is a salesperson i know and we had this conversation yesterday i know that i'm not going to get Corey out there making outbound phone calls mm -hmm. right that's not what he's going to do that's not what he's going to want to do that it's not that's not going to work out but sit him behind a computer and have him processing and inputting all kinds of data and just plugging away at all of the minutia that needs to be done research. throughout an agency research. That's the guy, right? right. 
But put me behind that computer trying to figure all that stuff out. Oh, forget about it. I'm going to be bored in five minutes and it's 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 not going to work out. So managing people, process and benefits, it has a lot to do with finding good people that are going to work hard and, you know, be consistent and be there and placing them where they fit best. Don't try to, you know, force a square peg in a round hole. The other thing, the other thing is having a process in place. When you hire somebody and you don't have a description of what they're going to do, you don't have an outline of what they're going to do. You don't have a process that they're going to be doing on a daily basis. It's very difficult to manage somebody because oftentimes what happens is you hire somebody and you try to abdicate everything that you do onto them. And that is not going to work. So developing the process, developing the system ahead of time and then replacing what you, when you operate that system with someone to run the system, that's going to be a different uh, different ball game. Now you're managing the system and their uh, their capability to operate and and do that system versus trying to get them to to just kind of be a clone of you. No one's ever going to be you, but someone can replace and and do the the processes that are available. If you have them written down, make sure that you are creating those standard operating procedures so that people know exactly what their jobs are and how to do them. Which perfectly leads into number six, operations and accounting. So standard operating procedures, SOPs, right? That that's I mean, that's the sum up for number for number six right here. It's, it's standard operating procedures. And these are the things that you're already doing. you you do these things on a regular basis. But did right you write now. down your steps? Did you record, record your screen? Are you doing those types of things? Because you are you're good at it. That's why you get it done so quickly. You have a process to the things that you do, but you can never replace yourself if you don't have it written out, if you don't have that process so that somebody else can implement Facts. it. So you have to make sure that you have those processes in place. And it starts by just writing down your process, recording your screen with technology right now. You can do all those sorts of things so that you can just step back, show somebody else how to do it and let them run that system right and then that's how you start to build a team and I'm gonna, around i'm gonna throw doing. this in here too as small business owners and solopreneurs we have an uh a, a habit of doing everything and when you hire somebody they're not going to be your clone and they're not going to do everything and you shouldn't expect them to but there are certain things that you can find that you can delegate there's still going to be certain things that you are going to do and continue to do, but find the ones that you can delegate and write the SOPs for those specific things. That's what's, that's what's going to make things easier. Accounting, vital part of your business. What? James and I literally have it on the calendar every month. We're going to sit down and we're going to go over the numbers and we look at everything. We look at not only the P&L, but we look at how many deals did we do this month? How many deals did we lose this month? Why did we lose these particular deals? Like We sit down and really look at everything that's happening. What was the quick turnaround time? How long did it take a deal to enter the pipeline and exit the pipeline as completed? We look at the numbers because the numbers are important. If you suck, at numbers, it's no excuse for you not to have them in line. It just means you got to go out and hire somebody to help you with that. Invictus Advisors is always looking for people. So make sure you guys reach out to Jeff and Vidal with Invictus Advisors. They'd love to sit down and give you at least a strategy session to see if they're a fit. And we can refer you to a bunch of other people who are in the same thing. Charlie Price knows a lot of different accountants that can help you out with a lot of those things. So we'd love to connect you guys. So if you guys haven't joined the Business Bros Network, go to businessbros.biz, join the network, ask for help because we'd love to be there to help you. But it's absolutely vital that you know your numbers. Speaking of numbers, right. we're on to number seven here, retaining customers and maintaining communication. You love this one. Go for I it. I do. I mean, this is this is huge. This is one of our top three pillars. Uh, our three pillars are, I'll just go straight to 
pillar number three for the sake of time, which is to maintain <clears throat> highest levels of retention through proactive service uh, and support. So it's basically anticipating your customers' needs, knowing what their next questions might be. If you notice that there's a hole, a gap, a uh, glitch in your system, in your process, in your product, whatever it might be, guess what? There's going to be a bunch of people that have bought your product, that have bought your service, that are also going to be recognizing it. Don't wait for them to come to you because that puts you in defensive mode, right? We don't want to be on defense all the time because defense doesn't win championships. Being on offense, being proactive, getting ahead of it, knowing what their expectations are going to be, knowing if there's any issues and addressing them early on. Uh, my good buddy, Parker Harris, love you, buddy, over there, over there at uh, Junto Mastermind Group, uh, the amount of success that you will have in life is commiserate with the number of uncomfortable conversations that you're able to have. Don't be afraid of those conversations. Get out there and have those conversations so that you can be ahead of your customers and uh, they know that you are looking out for them. Maintaining communication is vital. So if you do catch one of those mistakes on your end and you know that you have customers that have been affected by that mistake, reach out to them. Let them know that the mistake exists. It's kind of like a recall on your car, right? Except now, you know, it's, it's not as vital, but you want to make sure you reach out Deadly. to them. They will definitely appreciate the fact that you reached out. You First of all, you acknowledge that there's a mistake. Second, you reached out to them. Third, you're going to solve the problem for them. Those are the types of qualities in customer service service that I love personally. And I know that if you're providing that for somebody else, your clients are going to love that too, increasing your retention level. All right. Number eight, number eight, <clears throat> technology that matters. Oh, I have been loving this so much. So, uh, okay. First of all, let me talk about CRM automations for those of us in the service industry where we have a bunch of customers that we're reaching out to financial industry, all this good stuff. CRMs are awesome. Customer relationship management systems. These things are great. You can put so many notes and so much information about your customer down, uh, keep that stuff on file. But then what I love most about it, what I've been using uh, most frequently is the automations. So it's an automatic activity or an automatic task that gets created as soon as one thing is done. So let's say, for example, you sell somebody a house, you're a real estate agent. So you sell somebody a house, you put it in your CRM to have a six month checkup. So six months later, this thing automatically pops up and says, hey, reach out to your customer or six months an email is automatically sent or a text message is automatically sent. These are things that you don't have to think about that don't have to worry about. Technology that matters is things that continue to enhance the customer relationship without you even thinking about it. Now, the next thing I'm going to talk about is the new phone system that we just uh, are getting ready to invest in, which is called Dialpad. If anybody's interested, they're awesome. I love them because one of the things that we're looking to do in our company is to eliminate variability. We want to standardize things as much as we possibly can. And one of the things that we're looking at with this new technology is they have AI, artificial intelligence built into their system that can tell us whether a conversation is positive or negative. So we can go into the positive and say, okay, we had a positive interaction. Let's see what it was. This is a script that we want to use. Or if we see that it was a negative interaction, we jump into that negative interaction and say, okay, why was it negative? What script can we use to try and make that better? Where did we go wrong and what can we do better? I'm excited to see. And that, again, those are going to be metrics that we can look at, places that we can improve upon. Everything has room for improvement. So as you improve just a measured. little bit, if it can be measured, it can be improved, right? So if if we're improving just a little bit every day, 
the compound effect of that is huge. So improving, even using technology that matters. That's why our, our podcast looks way different than any other podcast you've ever seen because we try to make it better every single day, just a little bit better. And if we can improve upon it, if we can measure the results, how many people are watching, how many people are downloading, how many people are commenting, then we can improve upon it. Oh, you're right. And when you're right, you're right. And you, you're always right. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Wife doesn't think so. Anyways, 10 strategies for business <clears throat> success. Number nine, personal decisions, actions, and energy. Dude, I'm going to let you take this one. And, and here's the thing, ladies and gents, like what you do outside of work impacts what you do inside of work. So Thanks. we wake up every single day and I make sure that I'm on my 5 a.m. call and, 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 you know, shout out to Eric Gilman. If you guys are interested in checking out some of the stuff that he's going to be talking about, he's going to be sharing with us on uh, October 28th October, at 2.30. October 28th at 2.30. So shout out to the Justice League. Shout out to Eric. He's going to be talking about some personal stuff that helps him on his day-to-day -day be the sharpest guy that I know with Cutco Knives. And so, you know, th that's our 5 a.m. club. And then there's also working out. There's also the way you eat. All those things affect the amount of energy that we have so that when we get to our show, it's 4 o'clock in the afternoon when we finally sit down and talk to you guys, we still have the energy so that when we do our show, you have fun with it. It's not a boring podcast that you listen to. Like if you listen to our episodes in the beginning, episode one, they weren't hey. that great because we were learning, right? But now we come with the energy. Now we come with the focus. Now I want to make sure that what you listen to is not only entertaining but also educational. You're learning at all times. Because that's what we do, right? If you're having fun and you're learning, it's a good thing. You People are going to want to listen to more often. You take what you do outside, the personal decisions that you're making, and you bring – it, it's synergistically. You're, you're taking all that stuff and you're bringing it into your actions to, today, and, and that's where your energy level goes up. All right. 100%. Last one. Mentoring and community involvement. These are huge. I'll do I'll do mentoring. You can hit up the community involvement thing because cool. that's, uh, that's more you. Mentoring, look, there's already somebody who's doing what you want that is achieving a success level that you want to achieve. And here's the thing. All you got to do is emulate them. You literally, you literally can copy them and, and shadow them if you like. Shout out to Nate. I gave him a call today. Nate Marine, he's one of our agents at Pipeline Insurance. Uh, you know, I called him and and you know, I'm following up to make sure that our agents are are comfortable. They're 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 they have what they need. We want to get them on the insurance bro show at the same time. And he asked a question that very few people have ever asked me. He was like, Hey man, can I shadow you? Can I just be a fly on the wall? Like, I don't know if you're going to be entertained at all. You know, it's not the most entertaining part of my day, but yeah, more than welcome to come. Why? Because he wants to get to a level that he's not currently at. He sees what we're doing, the consistency level of what we do, and he wants to be able to, to see it and learn it, right? To see, just to emulate. If you don't have access to somebody that you can shadow, that's okay. There's books, there's podcasts, there's YouTube channels. Literally everybody who, who has content out there who's achieved something has left clues that you can follow. It's like blues clues, right? So you can come across a clue, learn from it, implement it, which is the key thing, right? Not just to learn from it, but to implement it. And those mentors will become the people that you look up to that will show you the way you may never connect with them. Like you may never have a, you know, their, their number on speed dial or anything, but it's possible that if you surround yourself with the same type of people, if you surround yourself with the same type of thought process, if you surround yourself with the mentors that you want to be like, there's a huge possibility, especially in today's world, that you will be able to pick up the phone and talk to them, that you will be able to look up to them and ask them questions. And you never know, you might actually work on a deal with them. Who knows? I think, I think your goal is to get Gary Vee's number. 
Yeah, exactly. Well, I have a number. I'm part of his text group, but I want to oh. be the other number, the one that he actually picks up, right? Yeah, that's, exactly. That's one of those differences. So exactly. Uh, what about community involvement? So community involvement. Uh, so uh, we <laughs> talked a, a bit about branding, right? Uh, and when it comes to community involve- involvement, I think that's part of it. Uh, it's what matters to you, what matters to you personally, and what matters to you uh, your as your company. Um, it could be different things. It could be the same things. You know, depends on on where you want to go and and what's important to you and where you want to lead your company. Um, <clears throat> Find opportunities to get involved with the community. If you have money to give, give money. If you have time to give, give time. Uh, if you have, you know, neither one of those things, I don't know what to tell you. Find ways to get involved. Um, you know, send your kids, send uh, your your employees, send whoever you can to represent you, to represent your company. That community involvement is huge. It's it's definitely something that will uh, be a game changer. Yep. Bata Fulgerson over there. Uh, we know that they're involved in so many charitable organizations and so many different things. Uh, they, they just love to help people. And when you help more people, the, it, the success is just bound to follow. It's it, what you call it. Karma. You can call it anything you want. The bottom line is when you help people, people care you know they, what do they say uh nobody knows how much you know until they know how much you care right yeah. see, see this guy right here james he's the crier in the family right he lets right. he lets uh he'll watch uh tony stark die and cry mm-hmm. every single time every time I'm, Never i'm fails. not much of a crier but there's one movie that gets to me almost every single time and it's almost happened a number of times where i squeeze the tears out uh it's a wonderful life it's a wonderful life black and white movie at the very end of the movie right spoiler alert for those of you who've never seen it's a wonderful life on christmas uh wrong with these people yeah right he, he's basically gonna get in trouble he's gonna get arrested for uh you know he, he works at a savings and loans and they lost money and and he's gonna get arrested and he's been helping the entire town the whole time to build their own homes and have a home that they can live in and he's never made a, a ton of money he was he never was able to travel the way he wanted to but he helped so many people achieve their dreams that at the last minute at the very end he is in trouble and the entire town comes to his rescue a dollar here ten dollars here five dollars here they rally together to help him out and and just that scene of the number of people whose lives that he impacted that's what gets to me every time because that's how I feel that you know doing things as simple as the podcast and putting out content on a regular basis or picking up the phone or having students that we talk to or whatever it is the good karma that you put out in this world will come back to you when you least expect it probably when you need it the most or whenever it doesn't matter it's not really uh you're giving with the purpose of receiving you're giving right. to give and but i but i don't know how else to tell you it's probably the most selfish thing you can do because there's great immense number <laughs> immense amount of joy involved in giving and at the same time it's going to come back to you in multiple fold so i think he's wonderful i think he's wonderful Oh, I love our movies. Ladies and gents, hope you guys enjoyed uh, today's episode. That's 10 strategies for business success. Now get off your butts, get out there and start doing the work because that's really what it's all about. Stop being on defense. It's time for you to take some offense. Subscribe, rate, review. Let us know what you think of the podcast. Make sure that you guys follow us at Business Bros Pod on all our social media and we'll catch you tomorrow. Peace. Bye-bye. And we're out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the business bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. 
If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.